Hey everyone, this is Let It Fly. I am your host, Aaron Makem. This is episode number 20. I wanted to talk about Xenoscope and their Warlord of Oz um, series. This is a six-issue series. It's, um, it's about a year old, give or take. And I've always been a fan of the idea of the Wizard of Oz. Um, it, truth be told, I have never... Um, really enjoyed The Wizard of Oz, uh, the movie. Um, I saw it several times when I was a kid, and as every kid, I would be super delighted, and then they would start singing, and then I wanted to kill myself. That's not to say I don't like musicals. I love musicals. Um, some of my favorite films um, are musicals. Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Cry Baby, you know, all that stuff. I, I, I enjoy that sort of thing. And I like science fiction, and I like fantasy, and you think that everything would mesh and it would work? No. No, it did not. Um, just have never... Um, I mean, I, I like the book. I like the books, I should say. I think I've only read three of them. But never really loved uh, the movie. But because I like alternative versions of things, you know, that's one of the reasons that I really like uh, like, like a lot of the conversion stuff going on in DC. And it's one of the things I've always liked, the Elseworld tales um, that they've told and What If from Marvel. Those are always been some of my favorite books because, um, you know, you, you have the norm, you know, what everybody's used to, and then you have, like, well, what happens if this happened? Um, because of that sort of thing, I've always liked uh, different uh, things and versions of Oz, whether it be stories or uh, McFarland did some action figures several years back um, of the Oz characters. And I've always... Enjoyed this sort of thing. I read the uh, Wizard of Oz, uh, the original one from Xenoscope, and this the, the Warlord of Mars is a follow-up to that. And I, I, I enjoyed the book. I, I felt as though it was a solid read. I, I mean, I love the art. They did a pretty good job. And, and you know, Xenoscope gets a, gets a lot of uh, grief for their cheesecake covers. And a lot of times, you know, you get a cheesecake cover, and then you get in the book, and it's just not... Uh, the story just doesn't hold up real well. Um, and I, I feel as though that happens less and less, but I think that when it does happen for them uh, in this time, you know, in, you know, in the last couple of years, when it does go that way, it's real bad. It's The, the story's not there. The art is horrible. Um, but it doesn't happen very often anymore. I, I was just the Xenoscope stuff that I've been reading. Um, big fan of the Grim Fairy Tale series. Um, you know, it's my kind of thing. I know that they did, they did a gigantic, like, crossover kind of thing where they brought some of his characters over and it really changed the way things worked where you had the different uh, main characters that we were used to um, cross over um, and as much as I liked those characters I didn't love that story and it's not because I felt as though the story was lacking I'm sure that um, if I had read everything up into um, include that, I probably would have enjoyed it, but it just was kind of getting away from what I enjoyed about Xenoscope, you know, it was kind of like just, it just kind of got away from that. But anyway, so, you know, I read The Wizard of Oz and I enjoyed it, and uh, The Warlord of Oz, um, it had some great interior art, I was pretty happy with it, and, and I did, it does always has that funny thing where, you know, you know, Dorothy Gale comes back, to she gets called back to Oz, 
by the good witch because they need her help. And of course, you know, there's there's going to be um, warring factions, there's going to be battles going on, and, and so I had to laugh because they made her something else to wear other than her short shorts and her little um, tied-up shirt. And of course, it's just as revealing, you know, because when you go into battle, you want to show as much skin as possible. Do not cover up any of that um, with armor or anything because that, that would just be silly. You want to make sure that you have as much skin as humanly possible showing. But anyway, it, it kind of revolves around like her lineage and um, the fact that, you know, I'm trying to do this as spoiler free as possible, but some spoilers are going to, uh, to come out. But it has to do with like with her lineage and, and the fact that, you know, her, um, her mother um, was, you know, was, was the evil witch. And we find it out in the first book. And, and so it, it's dealing with that and what, uh, you know, what all that means for us. We're, my problem with the story... Um, you know, I enjoy, I enjoyed the story through the whole way through. Um, my problem with the story is it very much sets it up as a chapter one of a multi-chapter tale. When we get to the end, it's kind of a cliffhanger. Nothing is really resolved except for the immediate, the most immediate threat. And I always feel as though if you, then you should have either continued it for, you know, 12 issues or, you know, eight issues or whatever and told us the whole story or it should have been an ongoing or something like that. I felt kind of cheated when I got to the end. I'm like, I invested time, I enjoyed this, and I kept thinking I was going to get a conclusion to my story, and I did not get that. Um, I like what I read, and I give it a three out of five. Um, I'd give it another star if it, it just was, if you know, we had a conclusion to the, to the current story, and I just felt as though it just did not happen. Um, I liked all the characters. I liked that they kept some of the personalities um, pretty much spot on. You know, there was a there was a couple. You know, we have different things happening, but I enjoyed that. You know, the characters that they developed in the first series have, you know, come over and um, have brought everything that we've learned about them. You know, that made them made them who they are. You know, during their journey the first time around, um, is still there. So I really enjoyed it. But anyway, uh, Warlord of Mars is three out of five. Um, give it a read. You know, it's just I'm kind of hoping I haven't even looked. You know, the, the problem is is like a lot of the books I have are older because sales come up, I buy them, and then sometimes they might sit here for months or even years before I get around to reading them. Half the time I forget I even bought these books. Um, I just know I, I kind of read what I'm in the mood for. So if um, you know those of you that use Comicsology and, and some sort of tablet device. You know that you have your entire library in the cloud, and then you can download what you want. Well, usually when I buy things, I try to download a couple things, and just so I have them on hand in case I don't have Wi-Fi wherever I'm at. But when I'm in the mood for something, I'll I'll go and I'll browse and be like, I don't feel like reading this. I don't feel like reading that. And you know, I I'll you know grab something. So um, you know, with with a lot of the digital platforms out there, and a lot of the uh, you know, I, I try to do some business with humble humble bundle and things like that. I try to, to grab whatever I'm feeling. I was kind of feeling the Wizard of Oz. Um, so, But I'm, I haven't done any research to find out if there's going to be more of these coming out. But a lot of stuff from Xenoscope, like I said, gets a lot of crap. And I've really enjoyed it. I tell you what, the one series that I'm ready to jump back into is uh, Robin Hood. Man, I really like that series. Um, fairly violent, but I uh, really enjoyed that one. Anyway, we're not talking about Robin Hood. I want to talk about uh, a television show this week. And... Um, that show is Gotham. Now, I'm going to spoil a little bit of Gotham Season 2. So, if you don't want to be spoiled, um, we're done. I'll talk to you next time. Those of you that have seen it or don't mind minor, minor spoilages, I just I have, I have, uh, I, I have an argument with um, some of the logic here. And I've been thinking about this ever since I saw it, which you know was uh, last week at this time. And I've kind of been waiting to get a chance to record and, and 
Um, the more I think about it, um, I'm not sure. I guess I can see the point. There's a point in the show where Jim Gordon is asked to do something for the Penguin in order for the Penguin to help him gain his higher purpose, which is to work toward cleaning up um, the Gotham Police Department. In order to do that, he has to get rid of some key people. So Penguin says, yes, he'll help him, but he needs Gordon to do something for him, which is to go make a collection from somebody. Because uh, Penguin is putting himself at the top of the of the you know the the crime families, he's going to be the leader, and Jim won't do it. And he talks. He you know ends up getting he kicked off the police force. He goes and talks to Bruce Wayne, apologizes to him because he won't be able to help him find out who killed his parents. And Bruce Wayne's you know is kind of like pretty much a dick, really. Is like well you know oh well so because you have this personal honor thing going on here, you're so worried about your vanity. Um, you won't do this. I mean, he's not, he's not, he's very nice about it in a roundabout way, but he's basically saying, because you won't do this because of your vanity. And because of that, you won't, you won't achieve this higher goal. Well, ultimately, as the episode continues, Jim Gordon goes and he does this thing and, um, it gets a little more involved than he wants, but the point is he does it and he gets the results that he wants. So basically the ends justify the means is what's happening here. And when I when I when the conversation between Bruce and Jim Gordon was happening the entire time, I'm like, he could not be more wrong with what he's saying. Now I could be wrong here. As I thought about it, I guess I can see the point. But at the initial time I was actually getting kind of agitated. I'm like, well that's not that's not what he's saying at all. He basically Jim Gordon's going to have to break the law. He's gonna to have to do something criminal. Um, which not that that's a big deal unto itself, but he's doing it for somebody. So he's compromising his morals. And once you compromise that, you only have integrity once. Once you compromise that integrity, then you as a, as a person in, on the police force has been compromised. And doesn't that make you just as bad as the people you're trying to get rid of? I mean, you might think you have higher ideals. but And you might say, okay, well, we got to get rid of this person. Mean, because if that's the fact, then why don't you just go and kill all the people you don't want in the police force? Because, you know, what the heck? And I felt as though that's, that's you know... I, that's kind of how I felt about the whole thing. I'm curious what other people's thoughts and opinions are. But as the week went on and, and I thought about it, I, I mean, I guess, I guess I can see the point. I guess maybe, maybe the point of this particular incident, because up until now, Jim Gordon's been kind of on the straight and narrow. He's been you know, doing the right thing. Not, you know, um, he might be bending a few rules here or there. But in this case, he, you know, he took the rule, he broke it, Broke into little tiny pieces, put it through a shredder. You know, they I mean he was he did a, he did a criminal act, and so you know, and and he did a criminal act before. I mean, like I said, when he goes to do this thing, it ends a lot worse than he thought it was going to. But even if it didn't end that way, the point is he still did a criminal act. Um, and I guess I can see the point where you know what we're trying to do is is maybe. Um, show just how bad things are, are that you have to do these things you have to you you have to make a sweeping change and and the ends do justify the means but up until now it just didn't really seem like that and i i, I don't know it kind of bothered me but not you know but i guess it kind of bothered me because i was like well this is not the integrity of the character and then i thought about it and i thought well that's true but in this situation, we don't really know this character. We've only known this character for one season. We don't know this character 
that well. We haven't gotten a whole lot of backstory on everything, and maybe this is the kind of character, this is the kind of uh, Jim Gordon is going to be in this series where um, he does have to do these things. Um, but during the, you know, which, which begs the question is like, what does this mean for the future Batman character? You know, I've been one of the people all along that said the less Batman in this show, the better. Everybody else wants more Batman. I don't want Batman. I don't want Bruce Wayne in this show for that matter. I want this show to be about the Gotham City PD. But um, it is what it is. And I, and I do enjoy this show and I do enjoy the acting. And I, you know, for the most part, um, Last season, I enjoyed the majority of the season. I got to say, this first episode of this season, I really knocked my socks off. I, I just, it was just worked out perfectly, and obviously, it made me think a lot. So, you know, I'm, 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 you know, doing okay with that. But I'm thinking that maybe, you know, what, what I was saying about Batman is, if the ends justify the means, what does this mean for Batman? Are we dealing? Are we going to be living in a, in a, a universe where this Batman is willing to use weapons? You know, is he willing to kill? Is he willing to do these things because um, somebody like Jim Gordon, Gordon, who's not necessarily his mentor, but is in a position of teaching? Um, this is this the kind of thing that that's going to happen. I mean, is this the kind of Batman that everybody always complains? Well, you know, Batman should have killed the Joker a long time ago. Look at all the death and destruction he caused. You know, throughout all the years, is this the kind of uh, Batman where Jim Gordon's going to say, "Yeah, but you know, you're doing this for your vanity." You know, is that is that we're we going to have a turnaround later on saying, okay, you need to take him out. You know, we're done doing this. You need to do you need to do what needs to be done because that's basically what Bruce Wayne told him. You need to do what needs to be done. You know, um, in a roundabout way. Anyway, it was just something that that I thought about and I definitely want to talk about uh, on the show. I look forward to some feedback if you guys have thoughts or opinions, etc. Um, you can hit me up at sci-fi dig at gmail.com. Yeah.